Hey everyone, before I get started, I record the show first and then I do these little intros. I just went back and listened to the show so I can edit everything. Well, I brought up a reference to Charles Manson, but I said Marilyn Manson instead. So just take note of that. So when you hear me say Marilyn Manson, I meant Charles Manson. Anyway, on today's show, we are going to talk about a new president this week, something we are all very excited about, and impeachment number two, electric boogaloo. Donald Trump has been impeached again, and we're going to discuss why that is a fantastic idea. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show wherever you can. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Run's House. Let's get it started. What is up, everybody? Well, there are dark days here in America, but there is a shining light this week. This week, we will finally have a new president after the four-year embarrassment that was known as the Donald Trump era. It is, my opinion, will go down as the worst mistake in the history of this country since slavery. And slavery, as far as embarrassment goes in this country, was pretty much as high as it could get and would be very tough to top. Now, Donald Trump may not quite top slavery, but it is right there. It's that close. So the two worst things in American history happened hundreds of years ago and four years ago up until today. I say this on the same week of the great Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday, and I can't imagine what he would think right now if he were alive today and what is going on in this country. Everything that he worked for, everything that he fought for in the most peaceful manner has been turned on its head by a group of white nationalists, the very people that he was battling. And it wasn't just people he was battling, it was a system. And he called upon all different people and all different races to help. And that's what we need more than ever nowadays. We need help from Everybody and people have to stand up and people have to start saying things because this country has gotten way out of control and it's because of Donald Trump. We've talked about this before and you've heard this a million times. Donald Trump didn't start all this. This kind of stuff has been around for a very long time. But the people who are at the Capitol, the Proud Boys, the white nationalists, and all the other hate groups out there have been emboldened by this guy, and it's because he has refused to denounce them. He refuses to do it. And we have a problem on our hands, and part of the problem are the people who forget about just the Proud Boys and forget about the the Boogaloo Boys. Is that their name? Okay. Boogaloo Boys. Wasn't there a... Breakdancing movie, uh, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. 
Did they get it from that movie? No. I got to, I don't know. You know what? I don't even care what the Boogaloo Boys means or what it's all about. But what we are battling in this country is the same thing that Donald Trump has all his followers railing against, which is actual fake news. That's what we are battling. The fake news media is destroying the minds of our citizens. And the fake news that I speak of is predominantly on the conservative side. I know they rail against CNN and they MSNBC and all these other places, and we discussed before. Do they have a leaning or a bias? Yeah, maybe to a certain to a certain extent, but nowhere near the biased and leanings towards the right as a lot of these conservative media outlets have, such as, of course, Fox News, OAN, Newsmax, and then the conservative radio hosts. They are, I mean, I don't know if you guys really pay attention to this stuff or not. You're a pretty smart audience, so I assume that you do. But the conservative radio host. They get a lot, I mean, millions and millions of listeners. Rush Limbaugh, Mark Levin, Sean Hannity has a radio show. And there's also hundreds of others out there that try to replicate these guys, local um, radio hosts. In every city, in every town, whether they're on small AM stations or there's a big FM talk radio uh, station on these local channels. There's always the national guys and there's local guys. And it is a machine that works together at all times and does nothing but all day long plow into these people's heads how the left are radical, how they are socialist, how they're coming to take away your guns, how they're coming to take away your rights, how they're coming to take away your Jesus, how they're coming to take away everything you own. Now, here's the sad thing. They've been saying this for decades, and nobody's come and taken any of their shit, but they still believe it. How is this possible? Well, I'll tell you how it's possible. It's because these people want to believe it. It is ingrained in them to be angry and mad about something that's going on in their life that they can't correct. So the only thing to do is to be angry. And a lot of times in life, people feel more comfortable being angry and mad and point blame on others to justify their anger. It's almost an excuse maker. Well, this happened or these people are doing this, so that's why I'm in the position I'm in. So I'm going to be mad and I'm going to be angry and I'm going to get really mad and angry because I listened to Sean Hannity for three hours today. And then right after that, Rush Limbaugh was on telling me to be more angry. And then after that, Mark Levin, America's drunk uncle, was screaming. I mean, he was really upset today about how our guns are being taken away again. For the 117th time in the last five years or five years before Trump. But we need to start making new rules and new laws in this country. I am as big of a free speech and First Amendment guy as you can get. But when you continue to spew lies and spew hate that is turning people into angry killing machines or angry enough to storm the capital of the United States of America, 
for the first time in over 200 years, there's got to be some sort of penalty, financial penalty, to any of these news outlets spewing news knowing it's not true and knowing they can't prove it. I mean, it just has to happen. Now, I know people say, well, you're going down. There's a fine line there, and you're going to have to decide. No, I mean, this one's pretty easy. If you scream to people every single day that the election was stolen despite 60 court cases laughing at it, despite every single state certified every one of their votes, whether it was a Republican governor, a Democratic governor, it didn't matter. Everybody certified their votes and said, yeah, everything was fair, despite the fact that Donald Trump's own cybersecurity director said it was the most secure election of all time. So with that being said, we are going to have a new president this week. But in the midst of all that, we have a second impeachment of the worst president in the history of this country by far, not even close. Said that a million times. But Donald Trump has been impeached again. And I've heard people argue, why are we impeaching this guy? He only has a couple of weeks left. It doesn't make any sense. Well, it makes a lot of sense. First of all, any of us out there, if we incited an insurrection, we'd be in pretty big trouble. I, I Think about it this way. Forget about the president of the United because this is coming from the president of the United States. I was trying to think of somebody that I would think that the right would look at on the left. Well, if you want to call it the left, I'm not even sure he's what you'd call a Democrat, but a comparison, a good comparison, I believe, would be let's rewind back to 2012. Let's say Barack Obama lost to Mitt Romney and Louis Farrakhan tweeted for years that that election was going to be rigged and it was going to be stolen from Barack Obama. Then, let's say, on the day they were supposed to confirm Mitt Romney as the president, Louis Farrakhan called everybody to the Capitol on the 6th. Let's say the entire crowd was black. Maybe you sprinkle one or two white guys in there. And Louis Farrakhan said, all right, let's go on over to the Capitol and we have to fight. What? First of all, how far would the Louis Farrakhan crowd have gotten to the Capitol? And if they got close to the Capitol, how many of them would be dead? Now, I will say, if that were the case and that crowd went to the Capitol, I'd be against them too. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what party you represent. Anybody that attacks the capital of the United States and something really bad happens to you, you deserve it to happen to you. Is anybody else as satisfied as I am watching the FBI wrangle up these idiots one by one by one every single day? And it's just going to be... It's going to be so much fun to watch over the next coming months because they're going to get as many of them as they can. I've heard the FBI come out and say, I know you think you might be safe right now, but I promise you you're not. At some point, we are coming for you. We we will know you were in there and we are going to get you. Justice will be served. But as I was saying, Donald Trump needs to be impeached. He needs to be held accountable for this. I mean... 
where's the argument there? Well, the argument coming from the right now is saying it's time for healing. If we move further with an impeachment of Donald Trump, well, that's just going to upset a lot of people. Who cares? Who cares what those people think? We're not, we don't negotiate with terrorists, you remember? Because those people are terrorists. That's what they are. And they are not to be negotiated with. And they're not to be cowered to. We send a message to those assholes that they won. If nothing is done to Donald Trump, not to mention we convict him and it'll ensure that he cannot run again, which to me is a pretty good idea to make sure that Donald Trump never wins again. Quite frankly, I don't think he would run again, even though he says he will. And even if he did, there's no chance he wins. But I'm not willing to take the chance of another Donald Trump, even though there are other Donald Trumps out there. They're going to do everything they can to be the next Donald Trump. They're going to spew the hatred and the lies and the BS, and they're going to get into the heads of these people. But as I said last week, they don't have the charisma of Donald Trump. They can't pull it off. So the time for healing is once we rid Donald Trump of our lives. Because here's the thing. They say it's going to anger a lot of people if we impeach Donald Trump. Well, here's, I got news for you. It's going to anger a lot more people if we don't. And in all honesty, Donald Trump had his opportunity not to be impeached. He was given a few options before that. They He could have resigned or they could have invoked the 25th Amendment, which Mike Pence did not go through with. So you had one shot, didn't go through. You had your second shot, that didn't go through. So at some point, and in some respect, you were going to be held accountable, Donald Trump, period. There, there's just no way around it. Many people try to argue that he didn't directly tell anybody to be violent. He didn't directly tell anybody to go in there and break in. But, you know, I've seen this argue. You guys might have seen the same thing. Marilyn Manson never told anybody to go kill anybody. Osama bin Laden didn't fly the planes through the World Trade Center and through the Pentagon. I mean, Donald Trump was the guy with the broom and went up to the hornet's nest and he smacked it and the hornets came out and started attacking. And because Donald Trump, he came out with a couple of videos and said, the violence people, you don't represent, represent me or the United States. But I think a lot of the hornets now, I mean, once they're out of the nest and you already smacked it, it's like the guy with the broom trying to put him back in the nest. And they're like, nah, screw you, dude. We're already out. We're out now. And at this point, I'm not sure I even care about what your orders are or not. I really think that. I think now they're so jacked up and jazzed up on the idea of a civil war that they got their orders. And at this point, they don't care. Now, that being said, I want to, in my opinion, this is what I... Anybody that's worried or nervous about Wednesday, I don't think you should be. First of all, there is plenty of armed how first of all, how sad is this? We have armed forces, United States armed forces there to defend the capital against its own citizens. That is as sad of a comment as I've ever made in my entire life. That is just a terrible thing to think of and a terrible thing to say. But a lot of these brave men and women are half almost daring these assholes to show up again 
so they can see that this time it's not going to be as pleasant and as pretty for them as it was the first time. And I think a lot of these people are seeing how the FBI is picking off these people one by one and the presence of the pictures and the videos and everything that is going on. It's almost impossible not to see many of these faces on videos or pictures and they're getting ratted out and it's coming from friends. It's coming from family. It's coming from neighbors. People are ratting them out to the FBI and I think they're seeing this and I think a lot of them are going, unless they are super diehard, A, even if they try to get into Washington at this point, they're going to have a very tough time, but they won't get close to that capital. They won't. They just won't. So I really do believe we're going to see a peaceful transition of power, just like we've done the last couple hundred years. Just like every normal time somebody wins or loses a presidency. But it is finally time to say goodbye to this horrific clown show the whole lot of them donald trump donald trump jr ivanka trump eric trump all of these and by the way and we don't really talk about her that this much but is melania trump by far the worst first lady in the history of this country i mean she was about as worthless of a first lady as anybody, be best was her campaign, an anti-bullying campaign. Be best. You gotta be kidding me. I think I just saw not that long ago that she is leaving office with the worst approval ratings of any first lady in the history of this country, which makes total sense. Mike Pence, you know what, pal? There's a part of me that, you know, I look at you and I go, damn, dude, you know, I... I do have a humanitarian side and I'm looking and I was like, I don't want to see anybody yelling and screaming that they're going to hang the vice president of the United States. Mike Pence definitely made his bed and he's got to lay in it. And even days after the insurrection, he had the balls to say that this administration started no wars. Are you kidding me? Did you forget about the one that just happened last week? Because that was a mini war. And it was... American citizens claiming war against their own. That's what they did. And in their minds, this is a war. Trust me, it is. But I'm happy we're moving on. I'm happy we're moving on to Joe Biden. Boring, low-key, down-to-earth, and somebody that I truly believe wants to heal this country. And he's going to reach out to the Trump supporters. He's going to do everything he can. They won't listen. They don't care. They're not going to care what he has to say because we still have that right-wing conservative media machine that is lying to them every day and not letting them realize that the best thing really for them is the Democratic Party. Now, as long as the Democratic Party can do what they say they're going to do, because at the end of the day, Democrat, Republican, I'm not sure if they're really helping anybody. You know, they're doing their some. I, I think the Democrats are doing They're trying harder than the Republicans, but the ball's definitely in their court right now. I mean, they control the House, they control the Senate, they control the presidency and the vice presidency. So it's time really to get to work. But, you know, in this last week, 
the last week of Donald Trump will be, it's just something we all have been waiting for. We all will celebrate. At least the people listening to this podcast will celebrate with me. Um, really hoping to see justice in the next week. Oh, and by the way, one thing I meant to mention earlier about how there were tours that were given. I think I mentioned this last week. Tours the day before the insurrection. Tours given by members of Congress through the Capitol, which there are not supposed to be any tours in the Capitol now because the Capitol shut down due to the virus. But one of the people that has been identified as to given these tours, and I'm really upset I know this idiot's name, but this, who is this Lauren Boebert idiot? She apparently is a, didn't even graduate from high school. She's been arrested four times, and she's been elected to Congress. And she was also the genius that tweeted out that Nancy Pelosi has been removed from the chamber. She's basically letting the insurrection know that the speaker is no longer in the chamber, so you might want to look somewhere else. That's how I take it. And just based on her tweets and how nutty she is, I mean, she is the dumb Sarah Palin. And Sarah Palin is a 10 on the dummy scale. So imagine how dumb this lady's got to be. So if any of this comes out where they may have had any part of this whatsoever, if they are not at the very least removed from Congress and not thrown in prison for a very long time, then this country is going to have a very rough go at it for a very long time. If there's not accountability to people who are starting these wars— and that goes with the rhetoric from the conservative right media. There, there's, there's no question in my mind they play a huge role in a lot of this because they're filling people's heads with garbage. And unfortunately, people's heads are trash compactors. They're eating it up. And now members of Congress, people who are QAnon supporters or believers or whatever you call those idiots, they actually believe this QAnon stuff, and they're in the House of Representatives. They are in the Senate. Wow. But at the end, right now, we finally made it. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris will be the new leaders of the United States of America. I couldn't be more excited. I'm sure you guys are excited. So let's end the show on that happy note. And then the next show, we'll talk about the inauguration. And the inauguration, in which I believe, will go nice and smooth and quiet. If I'm wrong, then certainly we'll have something to talk about on the next podcast. But I'll bring it up either way. I'm excited about Wednesday, and um, I'm sure you are too. So I do appreciate you guys listening to my podcast every time. Before you go, I would like to let you guys know that a good friend of mine now from the show... She has started her own podcast, Lana Quest. You're like, Ron, who's Lana Quest? How is she the friend of your show? I've never heard Lana Quest on your show. Well, you might not have heard of Lana Quest, but you do know who she is if you've listened to my podcast. 
She is a co-host of What's Up People News on YouTube TV, and they have a whole sort of frosty culture over there. So on that show, she is known as Frosty Knowledge, and you've heard her on my show, I think, four different times now. Well, she went out and started her own podcast now, so if you guys don't mind, check out The Quest Show with Lana Quest. I know you can find that on Spotify right now. Um, if you Google the show, I'm sure you'll be able to find it. And she's trying to get other outlets to be on there. But listen to that. As I said on my show a couple weeks ago, we need more voices out there. She's got a great voice for us. Um, and, you know, she's got different takes. And she looks at things from different perspectives. So go out and listen to her show. You will really enjoy it. I hope you enjoy my show. And I really appreciate you guys listening. Subscribe, rate, review, wherever you can. And uh, get excited. We have a new president this week, and we'll have something to talk about later on at the end of the week. And I hope you join me then. Thank you guys for listening.